0: You're listening to SBS News. In the middle of the night I could hear shelling and and, and my bed was shaking and, and we're some of the most protected people here in the Gaza Strip so I can only imagine what it would have been like to be in a tent with hearing this kind of a couple of kilometres away from, from where you're sleep, sleeping and having only a, a thin sheet of plastic protecting you from from the attacks around. So Um, it's the conditions for the people living in the Gaza Strip are incredibly difficult it's the coldest month at the moment here in Gaza and it's been raining a lot this week so people who are living in the makeshift makeshift shelters which is now almost the entire population of Gaza are um, are exposed to the elements.
1: As you say the majority of homes have been destroyed in some areas and nearly two million people have been displaced what are your most pressing priorities right now?
0: As UNICEF, we're we're here to protect children and provide them with aid. and And our most pressing priorities at the moment are, are providing safe water. Um, it, there's just really not enough safe, clean water for the children of Gaza and they're having to resort to drinking uh, really salty or polluted water, which is making them sick. I spoke to a doctor the other day who said that he's seeing cases of diseases like diarrhoea and and respiratory infections and and even hepatitis A rising by the day um, and they just don't have the medicines needed to treat them. So we're really concerned about clean water and the role that that has in disease and so we're providing clean water and there's some of the um, infrastructure to help build and replace water systems and also of course medical um, supplies.
1: Tess, you've been meeting families, some with very young children, how are they coping?
0: Everyone is just exhausted, Catalina. It's been 100 days of destruction, displacement and despair and people really are at their the end of their rope. They, all they ask me is when is this going to end? And unfortunately, I don't have the answer for them. You know, UNICEF has been calling for a ceasefire, but that is, is not something that we're seeing. But it is really what the women and children of, of Gaza need. One family I met. Um, her name's uh, the mother of the family is is Mina. She's got four children. Uh, the eldest is eleven, and the youngest is is three. Both of those two children have cerebral palsy and uh, it's incredibly malnourished because their mum hasn't been able to get them the food that she needs to, to help sustain their normal nutrition standards. And she says that she's worried that they're going to die in the coming weeks. So there's families dealing with very serious circumstances all across the Gaza Strip at the moment.
1: And we know that almost half of Gaza's population is children. Would you say disease and malnutrition is the biggest threat in the coming months?
0: Yeah, look, there's a a real triple threat here in Gaza at the moment. As you say, half of the population is children. So they're disproportionately impacted by what's going on, both from the air, the bombardments and the airstrikes, but also from the humanitarian crisis on the ground, which is increasing by the day. Um, I hadn't heard stories until I was here of children dying from those humanitarian crises like malnutrition, like the cold. But in a in a um, shelter that I was in a few days ago, I heard a story of a two-year-old child who died from hypothermia for being, from being so cold from sleeping on the streets. And I also was bringing in medicine for a child who, who had an illness. And unfortunately, they didn't make it uh, in time for me to give the medicine to them. So there's a lot of um, a huge impact from the humanitarian crisis here and UNICEF and other aid agencies really need to be able to get more aid in and across the Gaza Strip to stop children dying from these preventable things.